0: I am so happy to have you here. My name is Amy Jones. I am a founder of a company called Love Saves Lives, and we are all about creating an app that feeds us content that helps us feel better. And if you are the kind of person that wants a backstory on all of that, I would love for you to go to episode one and get the whole context. If you have been listening, we're just going to jump right in to uh, today what I've been thinking a lot about. And it's this idea of deciding what kind of time you have. Um, I was mulling over this because I was asked yesterday by my freelance CTO, CPO, that is, Chief Technical Officer, Chief Product Officer. basically the guy that has a lot of experience building technologies and knows what to build and what not to build, he and I were um, talking and he was asking, you know, with your plans to build this app and bring this sucker into the world, what's the rush? Why do you want to pursue uh, raising money and raising enough money so that you can just really focus on, um, you know, building this app as as your, you know, primary thing um, versus keeping it uh, sort of the side thing. I, I hesitate to use the word side hustle because it's not my favorite term. But, you know, like I my day job currently is um, that I'm a life coach. Essentially, I call it progress coach. But um, I'm a coach and strategist and I adore my clients and I love serving people who um have just not quite figured out how to be as generous as they want to be without it costing them their well-being and and without you know having a, a sustainable life so those folks I've been serving for three years I really enjoy that um and that's been my job I've been supposedly on the side working Recollect, and what's happening is that I'm working more and more on Recollect because I just feel so pulled, and so consumed with building this thing. So he was pointing out that you know among the many options that I could choose, um, one would be to um, you know raise a little bit of money, but uh, still stay focused on coaching and uh, serving my clients as I've been. Um, per usual, and continue building this uh, a little bit more slowly. The option that I feel really drawn to is to raise a bit more money and um, be able to focus really on building Recollect with with the speed at which I'd like to, um, and continue coaching. But that would not be my primary uh, endeavor and and not my primary source of income. And sort of sitting with that question because. I am kind of on the eve of raising my first round, as they say in startup land, Uh, meaning I'm going to be raising money from what is referred to as friends and family. Uh, So that may or may not literally mean friends and family, Um, but these are people that I know that are not, um, you know, uh, experienced angel investors or uh, venture capital people. They're not professional investors typically, but they are people who know me, who trust me, who believe in me and believe in Recollect and what this is about. So as I'm proceeding with that and determining um, which way I want to go, I was sitting with that question and thinking, God, you know, what is it? Because I, Lord knows, I have listened to so many books and so many podcasts and uh, really been curious about uh, the speed at which one you know goes to market, as they say, makes a product, gets it to the people who can use it, and um, you know, how important that is, and, and what's the rush, and why am I rushing? Am I rushing out of fear? Because I uh, am afraid that somebody else somewhere is building something that's, that's the same thing or very similar, and they're going to get to market first, and they may uh, end up more successful because they got there first like is is that you know why is that the fear and for me it isn't even if it should be according to some folks it really isn't I don't have that fear I am not terribly worried about competitors I feel like staying focused on what we're here to build and the vision and what serves uh, the people in our community and who are actually using recollect that's who I care about. Um not really concerned with what other folks are doing. What I am concerned about and where I do feel like this sense of urgency comes from is something that's love, that's that's God, it honestly it's like it's a little hard to articulate. Um It's this um very like palpable feeling in my body, this knowing that this is just supposed to be in the world and it's going to help millions of people. And I am here to move that forward and to, to steward it, to lead it, to do whatever I need to do, however I need to serve, to have this be. And I haven't felt that way about something before. In, in this way, that feels very deeply rooted in like a cellular level. I've had projects that I have been very excited about. I have had business ideas. I've had, you know, all kinds of things that I've been passionate about and wanted to explore and been curious. And Lord knows my my friends and family, my real friends and family can tell you about that. Um, The the, the blessings and curses that come along with it. But there's just this thing about Recollect that is unlike anything. Um, It is a a knowing and and i i believe that we all have this knowing uh it knows different things of course but it's this feeling in your body uh it's it's a, what someone would call a gut or intuition um i don't question it i trust it i just know that it's true and even if all the people around me were saying no actually not so i would still emphatically say yes this this i just know and it's wild you know it's it's like it's exciting it's terrifying and yet while i don't know the path i just know we're gonna get there and uh my job in leading this is to to trust that and to make decisions that are aligned with that which is why I'm pursuing this round of funding, which is why I'm seeking to prioritize, recollect. um, And having clarity on that feels really good. And one of the uh, other things that that kind of was coming to mind yesterday as I was sitting with this question and kind of mulling the answer, um, there's a story from one of my favorite authors. Her name is Anne Lamott, and she... Just writes so beautifully. Um, And uh, anyhow, I was just thinking I'm gushing about Anne Lamont for a second there. But just if you don't know her work, go check it out. Um, And okay, that's all I'm going to say about that or else I'm going to go down the rabbit hole. Anyhow, she tells the story of uh, when she was coincidentally my age, 38. And uh, one of her dear friends uh, his name was Pammy, um, was uh, out on a, a shopping trip with her. And Pammy at the time was terminally ill. She um, you know, was in a wheelchair, she was wearing a wig, presumably cancer, I don't know. Uh, and so Anne was trying on this dress that was a little shorter and tighter than she would normally buy um, because she was, you know, obsessed about some guy and wanted to impress him. And so she turns to Pammy and says, you know, does this make my my thighs look big? And Pammy just responds with, Anne, you don't have that kind of time. And that really stuck with me. It felt very profound the first time I heard her say that. And each time I recall it, it, it still means something to me which is why I'm building a technology that would remind me of this wonderful piece of wisdom when I most needed it. Anyhow, um, I think about that, like what kind of time I have and, you know, I feel very healthy. I have zero reason to fear for my mortality at the moment, other than, you know, things can happen, accidents can happen, whatever. Um, I have very good genes in my family. I I hope to live decades and decades, yet I don't know how much time I have, and there's just something in me that doesn't want to play it safe, and I don't want to be reckless, certainly, but because of this knowing, it's just like, "Mm, must go, must not delay, must not um, get in the way of just letting this thing grow and 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 for the momentum to build you know it's already started building within the community that I've cultivated through my existing business map your progress and and the coaching that I've done there um so I've had 70 people who have been participating in testing the prototype that we have right now and it's been really exciting like I was going over the the statistics uh with Jay my CTO CPO and um you know just looking at him and kind of you know expecting him to to say something like yeah okay it's fine but you know you really need to be showing this or or this and and it was a joy to see him ultimately uh be really encouraged and and dare we say excited about what those stats are showing and the retention and meaning people are coming back week after week and uh, seem to be enjoying it, Se- it seems to be making them feel better, uh, which is absolutely what we're here to do and the whole point of everything. And it's so exciting that in its simplest, most clunky, unshowered form that it's working and more people are trickling in. I'm not actively inviting people, I haven't been really marketing it because this isn't necessarily the time to do that. I can only serve so many testers because everything right now is manual and uh, there are no algorithms. There's there's nothing automated about this process, really. Um, and I can only do so much. So the reason that I'm raising money is to be able to take us to the next step and be able to automate some of these things so that my time gets freed up Uh, to be able to do the things that I need to do. And that we can create um, an even better experience for those who are testing, um, meaning less steps, less things that they have to click on, um, that it just looks better. So it's gonna be something that that people can share more easily, Um, people can try out. I'm really excited with the steps that I've laid out. And um, again, just feel real confident. (laughs) It's, it's wild. I've never felt this confident about anything. Um, and it's just a joy to, to just notice that it's even happening and, um, enjoy it because, uh, you know, this, the last few weeks have been teaching me that, um, the lesson that the universe tries to teach me throughout my entire life, where I, I worry that I am failing when I'm actually succeeding by by objective measures. Um, the thing is my subjective measure of expectation of myself is so high and it's been calibrated so high since I was young that, um, it's a challenge for me to just understand, you know, what, what is, uh, I, I don't want to use the word normal, but I, I'm now getting more context and going like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, we're doing really well. We are tracking really well. And we've done a lot up into this stage. Uh, so it's it's time to just keep going with that momentum as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, I wanted to share this because, uh, you know, as I say, like the, the point of me doing this podcast and, and having these one-sided conversations with you um is that I know not everybody is is building a business or a technology, some of you absolutely are, but the thing is like these things that i 'm learning um, the the process that i'm going through of making decisions and developing strategy and and learning more as I go these are universal things that apply to all different situations and areas of our life, and you know for a long time. I was living my life in such a way that I was believing that I had more time, that I would years from now, maybe a year, three years, five years from where I was at the time, then I would be doing something that mattered to me. Then I would be believing in myself and pursuing my creativity. You know, it, it was like I I had this sort of, um, you know, like goal line in my head and my mind's eye, and it it I just kept kind of pushing it off, and there was always a very good reason as to why it wasn't time for me to commit to doing my work, and it wasn't time for me to go build something of my own or go put my ideas out into the world and I talked to so many people who are struggling with that um or feeling stuck in relationships where they know that relationship is not serving them and delaying putting you know the ending of that relationship or delaying starting a relationship I mean there's endless applications to this and it's just human stuff we get up in our head and our fear um, morphs into all kinds of, of very good reasons why we need to not be brave and go forward and I want to be clear, I'm not saying that the answer is always to you know go running full speed off a cliff um, i I generally do not recommend that um, and you know th- there's not a one size fits all here but but the idea of being curious about this stuff for yourself, running it through your own knowing and your own filter to what is right for you, and what might it be like if you chose? To believe in yourself and you decided that you didn't have that kind of time, that you don't have time to continue to doubt yourself, to be unkind to yourself, to dismiss your dreams, your creative vision uh, because it's not good enough, because you don't know how to make it manifest. Uh, because you haven't had enough training, because you're so busy, because you have kids, because you have aging parents, because you have debt, because you have a house, because you have a dog, because, you know, like there's very good reasons. That's why they're so damn effective at keeping us from just going and trusting in each of our knowing and where that leads us. Um we're each here for our own thing and our own path. And I truly believe that the reason that we have these desires, these ideas, these preferences, that we're drawn to certain things and not others is that each of us has the ability to contribute something. You know, I think of life as sort of one big global potluck and, you know, like what are you bringing? (laughs) What are you bringing for other people to, to be fed by? And, uh, you know, to like, how how are you part of this human community and how are you participating and connecting and being in relationship with other people so i encourage you to just be curious like about that question and and for you what do you want to use your time for you know what are you here to be doing. That doesn't mean that you know exactly what it is or have clarity, but it may mean that you know you're not here to be scrolling mindlessly on your phone. You're not here to be binge watching TV every day, um, or you're not here to be tolerating abusive behavior, whether it's at home or it's in the workplace. You're not here to be afraid. You are here for something more and nobody's going to know what that is and nobody's going to be able to figure it out except you. So having, let's see, so I'm about almost four years from when I made that decision for myself. So if you haven't made that decision for yourself, if you haven't really fully committed to that for yourself, I'm, I'm just giving you the, the, what I've learned from, from being four years down that path down my own path i should say um and you know everything that i know about human beings is that uh we have lots of uh of scary thoughts that are engineered to scare us into slowing down or or not moving anywhere at all in the hopes that we will survive in the hopes that um we won't be uh you know kicked out of our families or communities like as as sophisticated as the world is that we lived in, we are still very prime and human human animals. And like all that stuff, that, uh, that is very much part of our daily behavior, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. And I vote to acknowledge it because it is so much easier to navigate the world and design a life that you, you're actually excited about living when you practice that awareness of uh, how fear is showing up. And how it's convincing you that you can't be brave, that you can't be spontaneous, that you can't uh, go off and and create something on your own. Because the world loses so much, I really believe this, loses so much when we don't go after that, when we're not brave, when we're just sort of settling in to whatever our well-worn grooves are and... And just kind of what's expected of us or, you know, it's, it's comfortable there. And, you know, how often do we hear this over and over and over again? But it's true that the things that you dream about that you really want that, that make you feel alive are not in your comfort zone. It's just not. So this is something I practice. I, I practice noticing where my comfort zone is and then going past it and tolerating the turbulence of that the discomfort the oh, god uh ah, you know that welcoming that and i do it really on a, a kind of a daily basis and this week is is kind of the beginning of the next super uncomfortable phase but i've i've really come to see for myself that um you know my clever brain wants to Uh, further this idea that there's all these other people out there who are trying to do similar types of things that I'm doing that are, you know, first time founders of companies that are building businesses or technologies, and that those people, you know, the people that you see on social media, for example, those people are, are smarter than me, or they're more capable than me, or they're better suited, whatever, like, that there's something different about them versus myself, and you know, one of the pieces of content that I've recently um, collected for Recollect uh, is is something along the lines of like, there's all kinds of people in the world who are doing the things that, that you dream about doing simply because they decided to believe in themselves and they decided what they were going to do with their time. And they started, they took that first step. They were willing to go outside of their comfort zone with that just, the uncomfortableness, it sucks. It's not like super fun because if it was super fun and comfortable, you would be in a hot tub and you would be enjoying a libation of your choice. You are not, okay? That is not being brave. Being brave is being vulnerable and being in the, holy shit, I don't know if this is going to work, but I really want to find out. So maybe that's (laughs) a good spot to close with. Uh, You know, I was about to say, I don't know how it's going to work, but I want to find maybe that's still applicable because I I was just checking to make sure I wasn't contradicting myself in terms of, you know, I don't know if it's going to work out. I do know that it's going to work out. I really, really do. I stake everything I have, everything I believe, all it, all the chips on Recollect on this this way in which we are going to serve the world and uh then it's exciting it's super exciting so i'm looking forward to having an update for you i'm looking forward to next week when i can tell you uh what <laughs> this coming week is is teaching me and uh how how it might be something that is uh teaching you as well so thanks so much for listening appreciate you and look forward to next time okay